Get ready to talk sports with Daryl. Welcome to Sports Info UM featuring Daryl Oliver. Daryl knows the sport like nobody else. From former players to coaches to the great figures of the NFL, you'll get the inside scoop on what's going down today in football and other sports. Now here's Daryl. And welcome to Sports Info UM. Man, another lovely week, another lovely day in America. And we get to talk about sports. Oh, my goodness. But it's another sad day in the world of sports as well. You know, the Angels pitcher, Tyler Skaggs, they found him dead in a hotel, uh, 27 years old. You know, they say it doesn't seem to be any type of foul play, but, you know, we just never know. And let's hope that uh, um, everything works out, that there is no foul play. And uh, our prayers and thoughts go out to his family. Man, such a young man. 27 years old, and uh, he just pitched on Saturday. He had a 7-7 record um, this this season. So this is not somebody that, you know, was a part of the Angels, of the uh, Angels program. This this guy pitched Saturday. You know, I'm saying two days ago he was on the mound. And here it is, um, I think it, this morning, I think 7 o'clock, they find him dead. Man, this is this is just so crazy. So, hey, we have a whole lot to be thankful for. And sports is just one part of it. Um, you know, I was I was looking at this story that Ezekiel Elliott is going to have to see the commissioner, um, uh, Goodell, in, on Tuesday, tomorrow. So he's going in to see the commissioner. Well, when you see this video of him, and I'm telling you, you know, it's just so crazy that we still, people still don't get it. Man, everybody has a camera. And if you're a celebrity, most people want to take your picture. And if you got a championship ring on, most people want to take your picture. That's what I was talking about myself because I wear my championship ring. A lot of people want to take a picture of that championship. But anyway, Ezekiel Elliott, man, I'm telling you, man, you really, all, all these superior athletes, and not just superior athletes. If you're on a NFL team, a NBA team, a major league team, a hockey team, you just really cannot do stupid stuff. And when you look at this videotape of Ezekiel Elliott at a at a music festival um, in May, you see this guy actually walking and stalking this woman, and I, I'm I'm wondering what's going on. You know, it's and then. You can tell that the woman is with him and he's been drinking or he's under the influence of something. I don't know what he's going through, but this dude is just walking behind the woman. And this goes on for some minutes. And eventually, um, he the, eventually security escorts him off the festival, away from the festival. And while they're escorting him away from the festival, he gets all up in this one young, you know, security. It's not like they they real, real, real security. These are just people paid $10 an hour to be to keep the crowd moving. Well, he walks up on the young guy, and the guy falls over a rail, that those garter rails, those barriers, the guy falls over one of them. And then they commence to put the cuffs on Ezekiel Elliott. And, I mean, they're actually asking him to leave. And why they're asking him to leave, he, he bumps into a, 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 look like a guy maybe 18, 19, 15, I don't know. And the kid falls down. You can tell the kid was so scared, too. Yep. Hey, we got Red on the line. Red, what's happening? 
What's going on, Red? Uh, yeah. Yeah, what's going on? This Vince. Vince, what's happening? Oh, Lord. Hey, Fort Lauderdale. Look at that, Vince. That's you? Yeah. 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 Oh, Lord. Hey, Vince, how, how, the, how the phone working, man? You need to get that. You, you need to get off of that dog. Get get off the speaker, at least. Are you on the speakerphone, Vince? I ain't on the speaker for. I got my mother for this time. Okay, all right. Hey, Vince, what's what's going on? What's going on with this free agency, man? You know, the best player in the world is still amongst the free agents in the NBA, and I'm talking about Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard is still the, the best, the best free agent available, and nobody knows where he's gonna go. It would surprise me if he goes to the New York New York Knicks. They got the most money. Hey, it wouldn't surprise me neither, Daryl. But but um, what I'm gonna ask you um, you, you did you see way um the Heat got um was trade trading for Jimmy Butler and Whiteside got happy saying they got a shooter and then they done traded him all the way to uh <laughs> Portland. Hey man, Whiteside Whiteside has crazy. been overpaid. He's been overpaid since he got that last big contract from the Heat, and he has not lived up to it. And uh, and he's been injury prone as well. And he's, and you know, I, I'm, I'm not saying that, um, I'm not saying that he's, he's, he, he's, he's a bad player, but I don't think he lived up to Pat Riley's standards. And, uh, and Jimmy Butler, we know what kind of hustle game that Jimmy Butler brings to the table. Mm-hmm. I don't even think they need a player like Jimmy Butler. They got well, enough man. down there that they had. They did good last year with the team they got. Seem like they 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 could um cause they Jimmy Butler is playing guard and then they got um um, um what is his name the 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 the, the, um, the left hand boy Gargage what is his name yeah uh, Garen Gargage yeah that's him yeah, yeah. so they got him Roger. and he still had the ball then they got the other boy they they gave fifty million to. You know what well, I mean? So I ain't think they really needed no another guy when they had um, they got that other boy, um, 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 the the one we we shooting jump shots. What well, waiters? You talking about Josh Richardson and and Justice Winslow? He has never panned out, man. I mean, this guy has just not not come around. Um, and 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 we know Dwayne Wade. He's he's down the road, man. He's down the road. Yeah. I, you know, um, so I think that I think the Heat did the right thing, bringing in a real veteran like Jimmy Butler in, and 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 he and he got a lot of hustle game. I'm saying this dude is is a real he, he's a battler. You know, he gonna make everybody on that Heat accountable. He gonna make all of them better. I really think so. Yep. Hey, listen, we got some other callers on the line, on the line, man. Hey, thanks for calling, man. Don't be no stranger. We're here every Monday night talking sports on Sports Info U M. Okay, buddy. I'm gonna stay, I'm gonna sit in and listen to you. All right, Vince. Hey, um, okay. Josh, we we got who, who we got on? We got Kendrick and and Doug. Doug, yeah, what's going buddy? on? Hey, what's up, man? Hey, you know me. I'm I'm loving this life. I got every second of it. What's happening with you? I, I hear you. Yep. Hey, um, you know, I was I was seeing, man, this dude, uh, Manny Diaz, making a lot of progress down there at the University of Miami. 
A lot of people showing yeah. a lot of love to him down there too. And, and 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 I really like how the kids that he's bringing into the program speaking so highly of him, talking about how involved he is in the recruiting process. They just had that Paradise Camp down there. I saw way Michael Irvin. I saw um um. I saw a picture of Danny Stubbs, Michael Irvin, um, uh, Edwin James. A lot of the guys come came back. I saw Alonzo Highsmith there. Uh, so I, I really like what Manny Diaz is doing down there in Miami. Hey, me too. Hey, all all, all he's he doing is he's just, he just living off uh, what we did in the past. You know, uh, the guys are aggressive. Uh you know, I'm like I'm like I'm like um, Coach Snellenberger said back in the days. You know, you get you get a three star player from Florida. He goes to uh, Texas or uh, Louisiana, or whatever. He can be a four or five star player, and they find an aggressive guy. And that, and then there's one thing I like when I seen the video on that kid they got from Texas. Oh my God! I mean that linebacker. Even though he's five ten, all he is is a miniature uh, Zach Thomas played for yeah. the Dolphins. Man, he is aggressive. You hear me? I saw I saw the video of that kid too. Can't think of his name right now, but he's he's already committed and, and, to you. Know, and you know, that's why I, I you know, I go I go visit now. Kendrick Ingles, I know a lot of people don't remember. Uh we coached him at Scranton High School. He got paralyzed uh years ago and uh he was committed he was going to UM or Florida State and he reminded me a lot of Kendrick, aggressive. I mean, pursuit to the ball, you know I mean? He'll knock your head off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Yep. Well, I tell you, um, Miami's like, doing a I lot like of good things it. down there, and I really see the program. It's turning the corner. You know, uh, I heard someone say today that a lot of people don't like to watch college football anymore because it's only about three or four teams that are good and go, that can win the national championship. Well, Back in the day, Miami was always in that two or three teams that could win the national championship at the open of the season. And we might not be there yet, but I really see us turning the corner, man, and making a difference uh, in this ACC. I, I like what we have bringing to the ACC this year. Yo. You know, I, I, what I like about Diaz is uh, I think he's going to let the players play. He's going to let people go with his, you know, positions and to positions that, 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 that they should be you know, instead of forcing people at, at certain places. Um, what I also like about Diaz is that I think he'll bring the original UM fan base back because ever since UM started playing at the Orange Bowl and, 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 and transferred over to the, uh, the Dolphin Stadium, I think they lost a certain fan base, which is what I thought drove the team to win so much back in the days. If you remember, uh, the Orange Bowl, they, I mean, it, it was, it was, it was always sold out. It was crowded. I mean, people came and really, really cheered this team and, uh, I think they lost that when they moved over and started playing at, at the uh, Hard Rock Stadium. But uh, with Diaz back, I think he can renew that that, that fan base. Uh, as, if you remember uh, back in twenty, I think it was uh, seventeen when when uh, you uh, excuse me, uh, Notre Dame came to play uh, in the play in, in the uh, what game was that? I forgot exactly what game it was. When Notre Dame came here to play, right? I remember the game. From, that fan base is what really won that football game for you. I mean, yeah. those they, they, the crowd really rocked that stadium that night, and that's what they—that's that, what you almost missing. If we can get that old fan base back, I think we're back in the—we're back—we're back in the, in, in the old '80s and '90s UM football. 
and and I see some of that fan base coming back too. And uh, and you know, we've talked about this on the show before. I think a lot of that has to do sometimes with scheduling. When we schedule games at night or late in the afternoon at University of Miami, we have a much better fan base than we do when we stre- when we schedule these games early at twelve o'clock. My football is such a popular sport, especially in South Florida. When we start talking about the leagues that we have down there, the Pee Wee leagues, the Little leagues, the Junior Midgets, the Midgets, the Mighty Midgets, man, people are we parents are and Miami f- sports fans are just scattered all over South Florida, from Palm Beach to Fort Lauderdale to Miami, and they're with their kids during the daytime, and the kids are playing playing games. So we got to do a better better um, better thing in scheduling too. But I agree with you. The fan base is coming back, and that Notre Dame Miami game, that night game down there. Uh, I don't care how good a shape you're in. When it's hot in 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 uh, in August, in September, in in South Florida, I don't care when the game is, whether it's twelve o'clock or or eight o'clock, you're gonna struggle if you haven't had a chance to deal with those kind of that kind of humidity and temperature yeah. down there. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, well, Doug, thanks for calling, man. We got Doug McFadden on the line. We've been trying to get Doug hey, Fofo hey, McFadden hey, Darryl, on the show forever. What's yeah, what's up, Doug Fofo McFadden? The last, the last time man was talking was Kendrick Higgins. I'm, I'm surprised he talked so good about UL, even though he left Florida State. Well, you know what? I but, do I do like Florida I always say this. I'm married to Florida State, but UM is my mistress. You understand? So I, I, I can't help. First of all, I'm from North Florida. I grew up in Lake City, Florida, a little country town near Gainesville, Jacksonville area. And everyone up in that area, all, every, we all, it's just, you know, with you. in that area, everybody is, is a Seminole fan. It's just a natural thing. Just like here. When I moved here in 93 and high school, everyone is a U.M. fan. So over the years, I've learned to love U.M. because I, I watched the kids come out of high school, you know, come out of, North, uh, 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 excuse me, come out of St. Thomas, come out of uh, Northwestern. You know, a lot of these kids grow up, and, and, and you can't help but learn to love these guys, you know, so. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, I'm equally in love with both teams, if that makes sense. <laughs> but it's true. <laughs> hey, it makes uh, sense, Kendrick. It, it really does make sense. And um, and you grew up in an era down there in Miami when when the winning was just it, it was nothing else but winning. That's how that's how the fans got spoiled in Miami and in South Florida um, because University of Miami just pretty much dominated throughout the '80s and the '90s and into the 2000s. So. Yeah, you grew up in an area where you couldn't have nothing, have nothing but love for for Miami football, even coming from um from from Lake City. And I, my matter of fact, my my brother in law is from Lake City, Florida. I know exactly where Lake City, Florida is. Not far from Starks and not far from Tallahassee. They produce a lot of talent. And the one thing about Columbia County, you understand, is that all those kids is like a seven A school. You know, they recently did um split the division, and um, they got two high schools now, but for years, they had all that talent to choose from on one team, you understand, so they have produced a whole lot of uh, NFL players, well, I have to say a whole lot, but for that particular, for, for one school, uh, there's been a lot of names that you will remember that came out of there, from Bernard Wilson to Yatil Green, uh, Timothy Jernigan, uh, and, and among others that I can't recall, but uh, Lake City has really produced a lot of good football players, so I take pride in saying that I'm from that area. A lot of really good football players come from Lake City, um, and Green was probably one of the one of the most uh, famous ones that went to University of Miami, and I, actually I played for the Miami Dolphins as well. First round pick for the Miami Dolphins. Um, yeah, very disappointing those injuries he received. When they were, yeah, wasn't able to yeah. his career, but uh, it would have been a beautiful thing to see him die with, with uh, what would have happened. 
Mm-hmm. Your teal green. Hey, um, um, do you? I'm, I'm a, before we get out of here, let you get out of here. Um, you know, Peanut. He live in uh in Lake City. There's a few peanuts. Um, yeah, one that I know I'm talking about the old man Peanut. Now he, Mister Mister Peanut, he got to be by yeah, uh, in his seventies. Yep. In fact, he's been married for almost fifty something years. Now, in fact, uh, I don't know him directly, but it's funny you mention his name. Uh, one of one popular one of you know one of my buddies in Lake City is pretty popular on Facebook. Um, just mentioned uh, uh, on Facebook about who had been married and who who in Lake City. What couple in Lake City had been married the most years? And believe it or not, this gentleman you're talking about now, Peanut and his wife, uh, was the oldest couple uh, with, that had been married uh, in a in the community at, at this particular time. But I don't know him, but. Why don't you mention that? But yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. But you know, that's my that's my sister's uh, father-in-law. Yep, my my brother-in-law's oh, okay. father. Yep. Hey, Doug McFadden, four four McFadden, you got that sparkling national championship ring? You wearing it every day now? No, man, I'm wearing it for one special kid. I'm coming to Orlando, Florida, the 24th, where we play the Gators, and that's my. I'm like Snellenberger. He has a lucky boot. That's my lucky ring. When I wear that ring, it's showtime. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man, you're getting me fired I'm, I'm, up, I'm, boy. I'm, I'm, probably like, I'm probably like 23 and 1 with that ring. <laughs> so you got to wear that ring on the 24th down in Orlando at Camping World I, I, Stadium. I, I, I'm going to have to wear it. I'm going to have to wear it. When the Miami Hurricanes take on the Florida Gator. I'm going to tell you something, too, man. I live up in Gator country, not far from it. But, um... These Florida Gators are talking a lot of trash. I mean, they land some smack down, how good they are, how much better they are, they how much how much better they coach is, how much more experience their coach has. They land a lot of smack down up here, I'm telling you, Doug. So but, yeah, gotta, but you know what I say? On paper, they're more you know, they're up on us on paper. But we got something that's uh to get them. We got a new offensive coordinator. Uh, defense is not going to be new, but it's going to be something new because you got two people's calling sharing duties. And then all of them had something to do with, you know, Diaz. He was with Mullen as a defense coordinator at Mississippi State. So he should have an idea like what he like to do in certain situations. So that can help us out a lot. And all I say, our kicking game killed us last year. And um, the guys that's kicking now, the guy that come in, if we can play field position with them, Daryl, we got a good chance. Because I don't think it's going to be no high-scoring game. It's going to be like a chess game, figuring out who do what. Because both of them are going to run like a similar offense, and they're going to be prepared for it. I like your train of thought, Doug. I really do. I wish we had more time to talk. We got we to gotta, we gotta go to commercial. But hey, Doug, thanks for calling, man. We're here every Monday night. Don't be a stranger. We're here every Monday night talking sports on Sports Info UM, voiceamerica.com. Okay. Hey, guys, we're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we get back, we got some more callers on the line. Peace. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voiceamerica. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. 
Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you checked out Teen Wealth Radio? It's a show for teens, their parents, and educators. Hosted by Brandy England. Along with regular weekly contributors, Teen Wealth Radio will cover the topics that teens need to talk about. Plus, we discuss a book of the week and a movie of the week. And each show will offer a challenge to our teen listeners that they can share on our private Facebook group page. Be sure to tune in to Teen Wealth Radio. Live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver. Call him today at 866-472-5788. That's 866-472-5788. Or send an email to sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. Um, oh, man, I love that intro music. My homeboy Vic did a good job with that. I really I just got to throw a plug out to him every chance I get. Hey, but um, anyway, we were talking about, um, as a matter of fact, earlier Vince was talking about the Miami Heat and the Heat getting um, Jimmy Butler. He, you know, he was saying that he's not sure about the move. and uh, But they end up keeping Drozic, Olenek, and Jones. Now, in, in my opinion, this dude, um, Drozic, he, he, he's been injury prone, and the, the NBA has caught up to his game. His game, and when he came from, I don't know, whatever country he came from, um, uh, he, his game was quickness, and it's something that they had not seen before. He, he had some moves that the NBA really had not seen. I mean, he could stop, turn. He hurt himself a couple of years ago, and his game is just it has not been the same. Um, this guy was like, um, was um, I can't think of the guy's name that came from, from Canada, that played for the Suns, NBA play, um, NBA MVP, Steve Nash. He was the next Steve Nash. I mean, but, like I said, injuries and the league has caught up with him. His game's just not the same. So I, th- I think um, the, the Heat, they're going to need a little more help for with Jimmy Butler. You know, it's not like Jimmy Butler going to a team with Dwayne Wade, a healthy, young Dwayne Wade. Hey, we got Damon on the line. Damon, what's up? Hey, how's it going, Daryl? Hey, I'm doing good, man. Doing real good. Doing real good. And you? I'm doing good, man. Can't complain. I know that's right, brother. I know that's right. Hey, what you think about this NBA free agency? They're spending a lot of money. They're throwing a lot of money around. Man, I thought I put my jersey on and go sign. Yeah, I know what you mean, man. I'm telling you, they throwing a lot of money around, man. This this thing is getting crucial, man. Yeah, I was listening to what you were saying about the Miami Heat uh, inking uh, Jimmy Butler. 
they just got rid of uh, Whiteside. Yeah. Um, they shipped him off. Well, yeah. they they got rid of him. Yeah. You know, um, I, and I think that was that 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 was a move they had to make for money. I think. And Whiteside, he 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 hasn't been living up to his um, he he, he hasn't been living up to what they were paying him either, though. And I'm almost yeah. sure that's why they got rid of him. Yeah. What do you think about the Brooklyn Nets now? Uh, um, it's it's speculation right now, but they can't. They, that's all it is because Durant can't play right now, and Kyrie can't hold a team together. <laughs> Not by itself, you know what no. I'm saying? And and and, and uh, we we look at this Brooklyn team. You know, they got rid of the D'Angelo Russell. Um, is this team going to be better with Kyrie Irving and whatever he brings to the table, saying that the earth is flat and all that kind of stuff, or or are they going to just be playing through the season next year, waiting on Durant to come back and bring on somebody else so they have a chance to win a championship? I, I believe I, I they're going to have to bring. I believe they're going to almost have to bring somebody in because, uh, like I say, him and DeAndre Jordan and whatever uh, compliment complimentary players they have, they're going to have to hold it down. But they, they didn't do too bad last year. They went to the playoffs. Yeah, so. and that's you know, and and that's what's kind of kind of crazy. Why would you break up a team that went to the playoffs? I, I, I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe you should add to that team. But uh, I think D'Angelo Russell was a big part of the reason they went to the playoffs last year. But um, what, what do you think about the guy Kimball Walker? You know, he's going to Boston, and and he, uh, four years, one hundred and forty-one million dollars. Now, I I like Kimball Walker. I like the fact that he's going to a team that actually is going to give him a chance to finally go to the playoffs and make a chance at a run for for a championship. But do you think it's a chance to win or, or more money? He says it's a chance to win because I think if he had stayed with Charlotte, I think he could have probably got more money. But, you know, what's the difference? $141 million and $146 million. And you want to go someplace where you can win? I think you may even take the hundred and forty, forty-one million. And like we've talked about on the show before, you know these guys. What, what the money that he's going to make off the court in Boston compared to the money that he was making off the court in Charlotte? There is no comparison. It's a bigger market. Yes, and he's going to make a lot more money just walking around town at the car dealerships. Um, you know, getting free cars, and not not that he wasn't getting a free car in 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 Charlotte, but he's going to get a lot of opportunities to make money, um, just doing things, um, just doing things in 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 Boston for sure, man. Yeah, but I'm really happy to see Jimmy Butler um leave Philadelphia. I think I, I you know I I don't necessarily like that guy in Bead. I think he's he's over the top sometimes, and I really like Jimmy Butler. Overrated. And I think he's overrated. Like, now, they say uh, you, if you dish out, if you dish out the talk, you should be able to take it. Now, um, <clears throat> with, with the playoffs, with them losing, he started crying. <laughs> and but on, on Twitter, you 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 dumping all kind of uh, trash talks on everybody, but you can't take it now that everybody's responding to that. Yeah. And, I, and I, that's that's the kind of antics I'm talking about. 
But um, what you think about the New York Knicks, man? You know, everybody in the NBA seems like they're making some moves. And the New York Knicks are making no moves. I mean, they haven't done anything. They got Julius Randle from, uh, from the, from the uh, New Orleans um, Pelicans. That's it. Nobody wants to go there. Sad. That is sad. But speak, speaking of the Pelicans, they're making some, some moves too. I mean, I don't know for them to push this year. Not just with Zion, but it's a little complimentary players that they got going around them. I'll be excited to see uh, Zion play, but it's gonna be it's gonna be a real challenge to see uh, see them win this year. I don't I don't see them winning. I think we're gonna see some spectacular playing from that young guy, but I don't see him having enough on that team to 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 make a difference. But they are gonna have some sellout crowds. Well, they they'll get a chance to play together, you know, if they stay together, because um. That's how you get a better team. But um, I'm more concerned about my boys. They ain't making too many, too much splashes uh, yet over free agency, but I guess you got to wait. But all the max players are running out. Everybody's putting their eggs in one basket with Kawhi. Yeah, it is, and you're but, right. You know, but, but when we see players like um, J.J. Reddick, Come on, man. I think he got two years, uh, $24 million or two years, $40 million, something like that. So, you know, wh- where, where, does, where does the money stop? And, and he's, uh, a, he's hey, a six I mean, man. Two years, $26 million for J.J. Reddick. He's a six man coming off the bench. Well, he's, he's proving himself, you know, like and, and, and at times. But, you know. He took the edge off of uh, Zion and another big man. Uh, you you yeah. got to guard him. Yeah. Now, now I, that's one thing that um, that J.J. Reddick can can do. He can loosen some defenses up because the guy can shoot. I mean, he's probably one of the better shooters in the league. And uh, you would have thought that that would have been one of the players the Lakers would have been trying to get in that in that second tier of uh, free agencies, somebody like J.J. Reddick, dead-eye shooter, you know. Uh, but uh, I, I'm, I was kind of surprised to see him go to um, to the Pelicans. But, you know, you got to go where the money is, that's for sure, especially when you yeah. get be around that age. You're chasing your money. Yep. I just saw where uh, one of the uh, Indiana Pacers players, 10 years, been in the league for 10 years, uh, He reti- he's going to retire. He retired. Um, to focus on um, on his uh, on his faith. As a matter of fact, that's what he said. He's retired to focus on his faith. Yep. Hey, yeah, get your get your ducks in order. Hey, and that, but well, at the same time, time, at the same time, Damon, in his ten years in the NBA, he's made forty. He's made over forty three million dollars, and I can't think of his name right now. But I'm gonna try to think of it before the show's over. But he's made over forty-three million dollars, so he should be set. You know, and if the man want to, it don't matter what he want to pursue. If you got, if you've made forty-three million dollars in the last ten years, you should be able to do whatever you want to do. Provided yep. he saved uh, a lot of that money, a lot of lot of guys getting get their little minimal contracts and, and blow it, ain't got nothing to show for. I mean, but uh, I guess he was happy with the ten years. Okay. And hey, you never know. Maybe he might change his mind after a while. You know, 
You remember that guy Mace yes. from uh, the rapper Mace? He was yeah. he, he he went he went to he he became a preacher, and now you look at him every 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 music festival you see he up there on stage, and I don't think he's singing gospel either. So he came back. <laughs> Hey, Damon, man, thanks for calling, man. Don't be a stranger. We're here every Monday night talking sports on Sports Info. You are voicemark.com. Appreciate it, brother. Hey, thanks for having me. Thanks. Hey, Josh, we got Scott on the line. Scott, what's happening? Uh, Daryl, what's going on? Man, I'm loving this life, buddy. Loving it. Yep. How you been? I, I ain't uh, heard from you in a minute. Pretty good. Good. Pretty good. good. Uh, uh, just trying to uh, uh, keep up with... Uh, these uh, recruits coming in for the Hurricanes for the next couple of years. Uh, uh, you know, we, we have some that that drop off, but we got uh, we got a lot of them that's going to stick with it. Yeah, and uh, we we were just talking about Manny Diaz earlier on the show at at how, how much how much love he's getting from these recruits. You know, it's, it's different when um when when you got fans talking about how much how much a coach is doing, but when you got these recruits actually calling this coach out by name and saying that uh, he's so involved and he's, he's he's putting in the work. Yeah, and I think the offensive coordinator we got now, uh, I think, you know, he's going he's gonna to help out. I, uh, you know, we, we got some decent quarterbacks in there that he can work with, uh, you know, just uh, one of them's got to step, step it up and, and be a leader there. And I think we're going to be good. I, I, the defense, I, I ain't worrying about defense because our, our defense is going to be there. But we got to uh, be able to uh, put an offense together that's going to uh, put some points on the board. Yeah, we we do have to do that. And um, but what what do you think about this quarterback situation? Where 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 is this gonna gonna? How is this gonna unfold? I, I tell you, uh, the uh, Perry kid. I think he's. He's still up top from what I've seen uh, or, or been listening to. That Perry, Perry's going to be up there, but I think anyone they need to uh, really play uh, all three of those kids, uh, the Williams kid and the transfer. You know, uh, I think. And heck, we we got that Van Dyke uh, coming in, in a year or two. Uh, yeah. So so I think we're you know he's got something to work with, but. But uh, it's, it's going to be interesting which one's really going to step it up. Uh, and you, you may be going into, uh, uh, you know, the first game of the season with the Gators uh, with, with, you know, having to still work work with something or try to uh, see which one's going to stand out. Because game time can make a big difference, you know. But somebody's got to stand uh, step out and, and, you know, show they're better than the next one. And, I mean – that's just the way it is uh, when you're playing for uh, a quarterback. I, I agree, and um, I, I don't like the, the the thought of playing multiple quarterbacks, two quarterbacks at a time, and all that kind of stuff. But I know that um, it, it, it might be it might be the case with us um, going right. into the first game of the season. But I really think that Perry has done enough, and he's he's the one with the experience. Uh, he's been on campus the longest. I think um, you know he's he's had some trouble, little little bits of trouble, but um, he was young, and I just really think that it's, that it, it might be his time. And if he can if he can hold his his head together, on and off the field, 
um, between now and the, and the start of the first game, because as we can remember, the start of the first game, the first game of the season last year, he was unavailable against LSU because of a suspension. And uh, let's just hope right. he can really keep his keep his head on straight. And, uh, and he's learned from those little incidents that happened last year. He can get past that, right. grow from it. And uh, he has the weapons. I mean, he really, he really has weapons on this team. And uh, oh yeah, the the weapons uh, is out there. I think our think our weakest link, and I think everybody knows, is the offensive line. But I think they're they're working on that now. Uh, I don't think we were as bad as Florida State, but uh, our offensive line uh, was probably our our weakest link last year and going into this year. So, uh, and I'd like to say, it's not, you can pinpoint that out, and uh, I'm sure that they're working on that. Yeah, I'm sure they are. You know, and, and they have a lot of, it's, it's a lot of talent on this team, man. And I know Manny Diaz got to be licking his chop because most of the guys on this team are, 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 are sophomores and freshmen, you know, so redshirt freshmen, sophomores. So he has a lot of, a lot of guys to work with. And, um, just the thought of those running backs that they have on this team. Now, DJ Dallas is coming back this year. It's his third year playing on this on this team. Uh, Lorenzo Langar, we can't wait to see what he brings to the table this year. We lost uh, Hummer, a uh, Homer. I mean, he went to the he was drafted in the NFL, but um, we still have a, a, a lot of weapons on offense and uh, especially at the wide receiver game. Hey Scott, hold on, man. We got to take a quick commercial break. But when we get back, man, yeah. let's talk a little bit more about this roster on the, um, for this Miami Hurricanes for the 2019-2020 season. Hey, guys, we'll be right back after these messages. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver. Call him today at 866-472-5788. That's 866-472-5788. Or send an email to sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. Hey, we got Scott on the line. 
Hey, Scott, you know, I was talking about those University of Miami running backs. You know, we haven't seen much of uh, Lorenzo Langard. He got injured last year, kid from out of Central Florida. But he actually um, he actually was the next in line uh, behind DJ Dallas. And then all of a sudden, um, this kid, um, Cameron Harris, from out of Opelika, Carroll City High School, he ended up um, getting the carries that Lorenzo would have gotten if he hadn't gotten hurt. So it's you know and 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 hey we we love a hungry backfield and we love a serious depth chart because that's what makes us all better. When somebody when the second string is pushing the first string and the third string is pushing the second string, it makes us all better. So I'm excited about this offense coming up coming up this season. Yeah, it's been a while since we've had depth like that at, at running back in uh, uh, Lorenzo. I mean. Uh, yeah, I think he's going to get more playing time. Uh, but, you know, and anything can happen because DJ Dallas, uh, you know, he, he got hurt. Uh, I think it was his freshman year. Uh, but, you know, any of these kids, uh, uh, when you got depth like that, they, any of them can step up. And uh, that, that's what, just like you said, that's what you want. You want a hungry backfield. And even some of the other positions, I think our wide receiver corps, they're getting better. Uh, you know, they're not what we're, we're used to having, but I think, I think we're getting guys in there now that that's going to get us back on the map with, with uh, with our receivers, you know? Oh yeah. So it's, it's good to see the depth. That's for sure. It's something we've been missing for a while. Oh yeah. And, 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 um, you know, I think the tight end position is, is pretty solid for a while now. Um, this kid Jordan, he's gonna he's gonna be there for uh, at least another two more years. And uh, the guy Mallory, uh, he's he showed a. I saw a lot of good things from him when I was down there in the spring, uh, when I was watching the tight ends during the spring game in Fort Lauderdale. But um, Brian Hightower, sophomore wide receiver, look out for that name. I'm gonna tell you, I think this kid is gonna have a breakout season this year. Um, he, he got a lot of size on him. He's about six, three. Um, so, and, and this kid, this kid's out of California. I mean, you know, we don't recruit kids from, from all the way across the nation unless they are very, very special. This kid is special. Um, I, from what I understand, we've had to do some things down there to keep him, um, because a couple of times he wanted to, um, take off and go back on the West coast, but he's still there. So he's having a, had a great spring. I saw him in the spring. He, he looked really good. Um, and, and another one, wide receiver, is D. Wiggins. Sophomore wide receiver came in it with, with Hightower. But um, these two guys, I really think you're going to see some big things from them this year. Uh, really big things. So I'm excited. Yeah, it, it, it is good to, uh, to you know, have talent come in like that that that's that can compete, and you know, like we say on the depth, you know, uh, pressure, you know, put pressure on all the other ones. And I, I tell you what, this uh, first game of the season is it's gonna uh, it's gonna be one. I'll be there uh, for sure, and uh, it's gonna be a game. It's gonna be a test game to see where we're at. Uh, and you know, I, and I'm sure them Gators are, are thinking the same thing. That, that I already hear the smack talking already. And you know, that's normal. For, for these two teams, so it's uh, definitely uh, something to be excited about. Oh yeah, I, I'm telling you, I'm I'm very excited already. I'm I'm 
Oh, man. I'm ready for it. And, you know, that stadium is not a very big stadium. Uh, and it's right, you know, it, we'll call it a neutral site, but uh, the University of Florida, uh, high, the University of Florida campus probably is only about maybe maybe an hour, 45 minutes from, from that stadium. So um, it's going to be interesting, man. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, I got a, a lot of uh, Gator friends that, you know, they're, <laughs> you know, when, when you can uh, uh, start talking, because they got a decent team. Let's face it. They, they're, they're, you know, they're, they're coming in to, to, to prove, try to prove something to us. And we're just not going to let that happen. Uh, you know, we're going to show them where, where they belong. And that's just the way it is. Uh, so I can't wait. I'm, I'm pumped up about it. I'm I'm pumped up about it too, Scott. Uh, August twenty fourth, it's gonna be a, a it's it's gonna be a great great event. And um and at that Camping World Stadium, it kind of reminds me of the old Orange Bowl. You know, you, you just find somebody's yard, you pay them ten dollars to let you park there. You go to the stadium, and they'll watch your car <laughs> while it's in their yard. You know, uh, <laughs> and I don't think it's gonna be ten dollars for this game, though. <laughs> no, no, no. You gonna pay, we'll we'll be paying some money for that game. You know, we we've uh, been down in Miami, the old Orange Bowl. We've been rushing in, and we've had to pay top dollars. So it's uh, it's something that you are uh, gonna face when you got two teams like this going up against each other. Yeah, that's for sure. Hey, Scott, thanks for calling, man. Don't be a stranger. We're here every Monday night talking sports, talking to UM. And we talk to Gators every once in a while. Not much, though. Not much. Go Kane. <laughs> All right. Go Kane. Thanks, Scott. Appreciate it. All right. Scott's referring to, um, I think it was um, My- Michael Vick was playing in the Orange Bowl. Uh, and it, ha- it, was, it had to be in the um, 90s. Might have been like 90, 97. Might have been 97. I'm not sure if it was Michael Vick. It was around 97, 98. And we were there. We were driving all the way from uh, from North Florida, about four hours away from the Orange Bowl. We get down there to this game, and we only got about maybe an hour, 30 minutes before kickoff. And we really, we literally had to pay top dollar to park in these people's yard. And, I mean, it was two cars, and we paid like $160 for two cars. It would end up being like, I think, like $20.00 per person in the car to park. But, hey, uh, we won that game, so it was worth it. And I don't even think we talked one bit about that parking a whole after the game. But uh, we won that game. That was, that was a big victory for the Hurricanes, too. That was one of those 90s victories. Uh, Butch Davis was coaching back then. I think Edna James might have been playing on that team. So, guy. Man, Scott got me worked up about them hurricanes, man. I'm telling you. And, you know, we, one of the, the, we talk about tight ends. And um, one of our most productive, you know, one of the University of Miami, and I say our because I'm always going to be a part of Hurricane, but one of the most productive tight ends for University of Miami before he got hurt was Michael Irvin Jr. And I'm going to tell you, um, Michael Irvin Jr. got the uh, spring player of the year um, while I was down there for the reunion. And, um, and you know, a lot of good things are being said about Michael Irvin Jr. And i tell you about one thing about Michael Irvin Jr. He might not have the size as uh, some of the other tight ends, uh, but he runs some very good routes and he catches the ball. 
You got hands like his daddy. You know, I'm telling you, it's, it's, this, this, this cat is going to be somebody that you will watch, Michael Irvin Jr. Keep your eye on him. And I'm not saying that because Michael Irvin played with me, and you know, but I'm saying this because I've seen this guy. And, and I guess when, when I have teammates that have kids on the field, I watch them. I guess I, 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 I isolate them. I look at them only sometimes. Uh, but um, keep an eye on Michael Irving Jr. Uh, Matt Patchen is another one of my teammates that has a son on this team. Um, number 19. Um, he's, this kid started for about three years down there. And, um, but um, been a very productive player. Scott Patchen out of Bradenton, Florida, IMG Academy. So um, this kid is a is a player. He make plays. He make plays. Scott Patton, I like him a lot. Yeah. So UM, we down, baby. We are ready. We are ready to do this darn thing. You know, we only got a few more minutes before we get out of here, but, um, you know, um, Jared Lawrence, um, uh, quarterback for University of Kentucky. I think he still holds a record for most passing yards at University of Kentucky. Uh, the the thing about Jared Lawrence is that when he was playing uh, um, uh, football at Kentucky, this guy weighed about 300 pounds, and um, it, it, it was like a, a, a uh, he was and he was left-handed. They called him the hefty lefty. Um, so it was a lot of jokes about him. Uh, but now um, Jared Lawrence is really overweight still, and he's in the hospital dealing with a lot of uh, a lot of medical issues. So our prayers go out to um, Jared Lawrence. But uh, at one point, um, Jared Jared Lawrence had his own uh, reality show where he lost over a hundred pounds. But at one, but now I think they say he's around five hundred pounds. So. Our prayers go out to uh, him and his family. Uh, Adam Pac-Man Jones. <laughs> Adam Pac-Man Jones. Retired from the NFL after 12 seasons. And I'm going to say this about Adam Jones. And um, Adam Jones had a very good career in the NFL. And his career would have sparkled a lot brighter if he had not fail for some of the gadgets that people threw at him. And I mean, what I mean is that, you know, um, he got involved in a lot of altercations throughout his NFL career and not on the field. Almost all of them were off the field. And what I really mean when I say people throwing gadgets at him, a lot of times I'm sure he was provoked probably 70% of the time altercations that he got involved in he was provoked, you know, and and uh, one of the funniest things I ever seen is uh, this dude Adam Adam Pacman Jones. It's not funny; it's, just, it's almost incredible. He caught six punts at one time. I mean, this dude is holding six balls in his hands, three in each hand, two two on each arms, and two in each hands. So um, um, I just uh, when you find athletes that that can do crazy stunts like that they're they're really really special people but adam adam jones um had over three thousand 
He had 3,232 yards and 125 kickoff returns and 1,944 yards and five touchdowns on 192 punt returns. So Adam Jones was not only a, a, a brilliant uh, defensive back, he was probably one of the best um, kickoff and punt return guys of his era. So, hey, Pac-Man Jones, keep your head up and keep your nose clean, man. Keep your nose clean. I mean, it don't make no sense for you guys, for you to be in no trouble now, especially when you at a point now where you just, you know, go fishing and bowling and take up golf, man. You know, it'll be good for you. But really, you, you, uh, Adam Jones, keep keep your nose clean, man. I mean, don't don't do nothing stupid now, cause you do something stupid now, the the shield of the NFL might not cover you. So don't do nothing stupid, Adam. Really, 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 don't do nothing stupid. You know, um, um. We had the Paradise Camp at University of Miami last weekend. And um, if you ever get a chance, check out Michael Irving on video talking to the campers at the Paradise Camp. And the Paradise Camp is a camp where we take where the best players from throughout the nation are invited to the University of Miami to uh, participate in a football camp. And it's not just um, the best players. It's... Um, it's it's all all players, not all players, but a lot of players from around the nation. And Michael Irvin is is giving gives this speech, and he talks about how you know the culture of football is really changing in Miami, and um, it really is changing in Miami. And the focus is football in Miami, and 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 if if you want to get motivated and want to get fired up about football, about Miami Hurricane football, check out check out. Michael Irvin, uh, that little speech that he gives. But before we get out of here, hey, this young lady, Coco Groff, beat Venus Williams today. This, chick, this young lady is 15 years old. Wow. That's somebody we got to keep our eye on, too. At 15 years old, she beat Venus Williams. Um, and, you know, <laughs> Venus Williams, I think she's 37 years old. So, um, congratulations, Coco. Keep up the good work. Guys, thanks for listening to the show tonight, and thanks for our callers calling in, making the show good and great and fun and, and interesting. And We'll be back next week, though, with more sports information, more stories, more highlights, and we're going to talk a little bit more dirt. We'll be talking about what happened in Ezekiel Elliott with the commissioner. And more than likely, if the commissioner looks at that video that I looked at, Ezekiel might get more than just a warning. Hey, guys, thanks for listening to Sports Info. You are on VoiceAmerica.com. We'll be back next week with more sports information. Peace. Thanks again for listening. Daryl Oliver will be back again next Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel for more Sports Info UM. We'll see you then.